guys, and welcome back to another episode of We Believe Do You, a paranormal podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And today we have an episode of High Strangeness. So we are going to be reading some creepy stories that we got from our listeners, and then we got a couple from Reddit as well. So should we get started? Yeah, I just want to say beforehand, um, Mm -hmm. you can hear my fan right now because apparently it just started spinning (laughs) uh and i sound kind of echoey it's because uh we have some guests at our house fully vaccinated everybody's vaccinated we're all good i feel like Um, we're past that yeah but i mean just to put that out there you know (laughs) everybody in the house is vaccinated so you know it's not like we're being irresponsible or anything but uh we do have um some visitors here at the house and uh my typical room that i record in is actually the guest room so Obviously, I can't be in there right now. Uh, so I'm here in my wife's uh, kind of like nail salon thing that we built, made for her. Not really built. I mean, we just threw stuff in here that's nail salon. And, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, we uh, I'm down here. So if you hear it kind of echoey or you hear the fan going off, then uh, we do apologize. But uh, got to gotta do what we got to do. Don't have a suck it up actual, and deal with it. Yeah. Results, not excuses. That's why you have to record in a closet like me. It's always free. Yeah, my closets are too small. And, That's true. And you are a lot smaller than I am. So even if it was a small closet, I'm sure you fit a lot better than I do. Uh, I'm surprised it fit me and Dad in here. It's not necessarily a full-on walk-in closet, but we made it work. So today, like Michelle said, is we got some stories of high strangeness. I was, I was kind of sad because... Um, my brother-in-law told me this one story. He actually, t- last week actually, um, told us a really cool story that he he had a dream with one of his uh, grandparents, with his grandfather actually, and uh, got like a warning. So I, I'm not going to say more. I want to leave it like that. Hopefully I can get that for next next month's Stories of High Strangeness. But um, yeah, it was really cool. I, I when I heard it, I was like, "Oh man, this would be a good story of high, stories of high strangeness." And then recently, I asked him to uh, send me the audio, but uh, he had kind of had his hands full in the city that he was working in at the time, so uh, he didn't really get a chance to send it out. So I was like, and I didn't want to bother him with it again. So um, if you remember, hopefully I can get that, and if not, I'll try and remind him again before next month and just be like, Hey, remember that story you told them? Do you think you could send it to me again or, you know, send it to me? So yeah, I look forward well, to that next week, guys. Next week. I mean, next month. Like, sorry. Okay. I was going to say, well, yeah, I month. mean, that's okay. Cause I think we can f- start with a story from our cousin in law. Sure. Right. Is yeah. that, that that's what that is yeah i mean i'm not sure it's a, that's an actual thing but we can we well, can go that route gonna go ahead and make it a thing if it's not because technically that's what she is so i feel like an asshole because she had actually sent me this back in december and and this is actually shannon so i can't remember off the top of my head which episode Dude, but she's like at this point no no not i don't mean to flex like this but it was easy <laughs> to keep up with with the episodes at the beginning but now uh, it, it's it's somewhere like the recent ones are easier, but like yeah. the ones that are, you know, in the beginning. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little hard to remember now. And it's not even so much that oh my god, we've done so many. It's like my memory is shit. So the only one I can remember is episode four, which is our Halloween special, and episode one <laughs> and two. It's about where it ends. Okay. And anyway, five. what was five? Wasn't that Jason? Oh yeah. Well, he's your BFF, so you would know that. It was and, and Ugo was too, so. Well, that's why I remember too, yeah. yeah. Okay, back to it again after getting sidetracked for like the third time. Tangents, bro. All right, so here's, it's a super short little story, and it actually comes with a picture, so I'll probably have to post that on our Facebook or and Instagram. Um, but uh, after Shannon did her episode, she sent me this message, and because I hate Facebook and I hate Messenger even more, um, I totally missed this message and I feel like a jerk, but she sent it back in December. Just just to be clear, guys, if you do send us a message on Facebook, uh, on we believe I will answer. So don't be afraid just because she just said that she hates Messenger not to send on Messenger. Go ahead. Feel free to send a Messenger. I will see it if you send it to the – because did she send it to the we believe, do you? No. Okay. no. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. No, and like full disclosure, I'm really bad with any sort of like just messaging, even like text messaging. Somebody will send me a message or send us with or whatever a message. I read it, mentally respond, and then don't do anything with it. And then I'll see it like days later and be like, no, I just mentally responded. Never actually responded. So if you ever get a message from me, like if we're like talking and all of a sudden I go dark, it's because I mentally responded to you and I'm sorry. <laughs> with me, it might be that I actually did respond. I just never hit the send button. Okay. That happens to me. Me too. Yeah. Anyway. Tangent number so, like 10,000. That was like four, five. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth or fifth time. <laughs> might cut that. I don't know. Okay, so um, so she sent me a message back in December, and so it goes, um, sorry I forgot to tell the story. I'm not sure if it's paranormal, but I'd, li- I'd like to think so. So my whole family cooks, like every meal started cooking. It's a way for us to bond. I was making a big batch of spaghetti sauce and thinking about my mom and Gaggy. And I believe she said Gaggy was grandmother when, when she was telling us her stories back in episode in the beginning. <laughs> um. Thinking of how there's so many recipes that Gaggy has passed to my mom, which she passed to us, and I will pass to my girls. How family li- how family lives on through these recipes. Well, I accidentally spilled some sauce, and it was a perfect heart shape. Right after I was thinking about how I wished I could have cooked with Gaggy and met her, she checks in with us a lot when we're cooking. So I think she was sending me a little extra love. And Eric, I'm going to show you the picture right now. And like I said, I'll post this on social media too. But it's literally a perfect fucking, right? It's like it's a perfect heart of sauce. Like it's beautiful. (laughs) Like even just the picture is beautiful. The contrast of colors. Uh, But no, anyway, I mean, that's pretty cute grandma. If you want to send me a sign and give me a little heart splash when I cook, I try. I think she'd be proud of my rice and beans. I've come a long way. I did. I got her like I. I mean, I guess I didn't technically get her recipe because it wasn't really a recipe. But she like I saw her make it, and then I made it. And right when you were saying that, I looked at the clock or the time that we're talking, and it was eleven eleven. Just throwing that out there. Sorry. I've been hitting eleven eleven thirty three 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 and two 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 a lot. And four four four, two three four and eleven eleven. Those are like my four numbers that always consistently every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, I mean, I, I don't want to brag, but I mean, <laughs> it tastes pretty, pretty dope. It, like it's, if nothing, if I didn't get any other recipe from her, at least I have that. And like, I know that when I make that, like I can, you know, be as close to her as possible. Totally missed that. What was it? What recipe? Rice. Oh, well, you need to share that with me. Oh, yeah. Next time you're down here. You know what I still have? Sorry, we're going to talk about grandma for another episode. Sorry, we're still not over it. Is uh, the tamales we made back in December. Mm. I still have some in my freezer. And like part of me is like, well, I want to eat them to feel close to my grandma. But then the other part of me is like, well, I don't want to eat them because I'm going to run out. (laughs) Just like eat one once a month or like once a year or something. (laughs) Once a year. Yeah. (laughs) Just one though. Just one. Yeah. Just steam a, a single tamale. Yeah. Uh, I might do that, dude. No lie. <laughs> In honor of her. Okay. Well, that, like I said, the first uh, story from Shannon was just a little appetizer for the rest of the stories we have. Eric, do you want to start? Or do you want me to start with um, a long one since I have a three. few more? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You start, and I'll, then I'll jump in with mine. All right. Cool. So I just realized I got two visitation um, stories for you guys today. Um, so it's called My Dad Visited. Mine actually has a visitation in it, but then, yeah, well. We'll get there? Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> okay. So this one's called My Dad Visited in a Dream and Told Me He Was Proud. Could it be real? Yes. So, right? I know. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so it says, I posted this, but wanted to keep them separate. I think this is a link to another story, but I didn't click it. So... Um, I'm new to the sub and to this kind of stuff in general. Generally cynical, but open-minded and curious. All I know is that I know nothing at all, right? So anyway, I wanted to run this dream I had past you guys. I know it's probably just a normal dream, but after everything I've read, 
and the experience my mom told me about um told me about in the other post i'm kind of like i kind oh my god i've had two glasses of wine and a ranch water give me a second i was celebrating i had a really good market weekend um (laughs) i'll leave that in there i'd kind of like to hope that it's something My dad died of cancer when I was 10. A few months back, I had a really vivid dream, there's your first sign, that I was with him, walking around a seaside town near where we lived. I don't remember much, only that I could feel his presence, and it felt really comforting. He told me he was really proud of me. I almost never have dreams about him, so it was really special to me. We have very similar careers and interests, and I've found a pair and I found a fair bit of success, so I've always hoped that he would be proud. It went a bit more regular dream weirdness after that. There was a random cathedral plucked down in the middle of the town that we went inside, although it makes sense because he loved cathedrals and we would always go to day trips to visit them. I don't know. I'm waffling now. So what do you reckon? Any chance my dad really visited me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? I yes mean. Yeah, especially, I mean, yeah, I'm sure like a cathedral just randomly popping up seems random, but is it really? Especially if you just confirmed yourself that y'all used a day trip to go visit cathedrals, like, there's your sign, right? Yeah, yeah so. Especially the, it being vivid. That's that's the big one for sure. Ooh, All right. I like that one. What you got? All right, Jeremy. From uh, Meg hyphen XO. So this one goes. So ever since I was little, I'd probably say around five or six, I always used to experience sleep paralysis in my old house. I describe my experience as somewhat normal, but one thing always used to happen that I never heard of. Obviously, the typical dark figure at the end of my bed and a, hev- and a heavy feeling on my chest was there. But I would always feel as though someone was punching me in the back really aggressively. And I would get the image of what I describe as a bear. But it wasn't actually a bear, if you can get what I mean. This would happen almost every night until I was 11. And just assume this was normal. As a little side story, the night of my great-grandmother's funeral when I was like 9 or 10, I saw her... I saw her stood near my window smiling at me. Here's a visitation, the thing that I was talking about. Um, I remember trying to talk to her, asking why she was there because she was meant to be dead. Obviously not understanding that if what I was seeing was real, she would be a ghost. I got out of my bed and went to walk to her and her face dropped. Her eyes were wide and and she looked terrified. Out of nowhere, her face lost the appearance of skin and turned basically just into the skull and screamed, Get out! Looking back now, I don't believe that was my grandmother's spirit. No. My great-grandma's spirit, sorry. I believe I believe it is the man I'm going to tell you about. What? This actually kind of, yeah, this actually kind of reminded me of The Conjuring. Not to, I'm not going to lie. No. But, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that that's that they're ripping the conjuring off. I'm just saying that it reminded me of that. And I was just yeah. like thoroughly creeped out. Uh, the second okay. one, I believe. Yeah. The one with the, was it the Enfield the house? Oh, Enfield Portrait. Yeah. Yeah. Which the nun did come out in that one. Yeah. Uh, and, out, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, around six months ago, my mom, brother, and I, I guess they're well, actually they're also from over there. So oh. I would assume so. My mom, yeah, brother and I from England, uh, and I were taking talking before we went to bed about ghosts and the paranormal as we had just finished rewatching Paranormal Activity. I told her about having sleep paralysis in my bedroom every night, and I remember her just saying, you're joking, right? And I was like, no, why would I be joking? She then went on to tell me about how when we were moving out of the house in 2014 and we were packing our belongings... She went into this crawl space in her uh, in her attic bedroom and found these old newspapers. Her mom was in the attic? That's crazy. Mm. I just realized that right now. <laughs> and found these old newspapers and ownership records from a man who owned the house in the 1900s who died. And we don't know if he died at home or whether he died elsewhere, but, uh, but we believe he was 
the spirit I was experiencing. The reason we came to this conclusion was because my mom's bedroom wasn't a bedroom at the time. Her friend who she bought the house from had just converted it, and mine and my brother's bedroom was one big bedroom. I believe he was angry that we were there because he still saw it at his as his house, although I could be wrong. Anyway, after we moved into our current house in 2014, I didn't experience anything for a good few years. Jump forward to 2017, my best friend at the time was over and we were, we were baking for a bake sale we were, going, we were doing for school. She had gone to the toilet, but when she came back to the kitchen, she told me she had seen an old man on the bottom of the stairs and described him. He had a blue check button, checked button-up shirt, tucked in formal black trousers. He was bald, wore rectangle frames, framed glasses, and a sort of round belly. I just assumed she was trying to freak me out as I had recently told her about my sleep paralysis in the old house. Uh, going another perhaps month into the future, another close friend of mine was at my house. It's important to note that my best friend had not ever met this other friend of mine. And again, she had gone to the toilet and as she saw and said she saw a man at the bottom of the stairs. I wish I was joking when I say she described him the exact same. With the exception of their wording, the summer of the same year, 2017, my best friend of 11 years at the time, now 14 years, who actually moved into the, my old house, traveled two hours to stay at my house for a whole week. One night, she shook me awake saying, stop, you're freaking me out. When I was awake, I was very confused asking what she meant. She told me that I was saying, no, you're not supposed to be here. I left you like I left you like you wanted. Sorry. Uh, this could be a coincidence because she was there and it reminded me of my old house, but I just think it's a bit too weird when my other friends said that they saw the same man in my house a month or so prior. Jump forward to 2019 and present day, I had had some unexplained experiences that could be put down to coincidence, but I thought I'd add them here. First of all, I used to have a desk, uh, have this desk chair in my room that my cat loves to sleep on. Like she literally claimed that as her spot. And one day she sat on the opposite end of my room and just hissed and hissed at the chair. Me being like, there's nothing there. Don't worry. I pick her up and I try to put her on the chair and settle her, but she, and settle her, but she literally clinged to my shoulder and wouldn't stop meowing until I put her down and opened my door for her. Another thing is a couple of months ago, I experienced what I think was sleep paralysis again. I was face down in my pillow and I couldn't move. I woke up and felt like I was actually going to die. I literally couldn't breathe. It freaked, it freaked me out so much that I make it a point to lay on my side rather than my stomach. The last thing comes to mind was literally last week. Uh, my brother was at work and he left his bedroom door open. I don't like my cat going in there as he gets himself stuck under his bed. So I shut his door. It's important to say, it's important for me to say now, I heard the door click shut. And I went downstairs and sat in the living room with my mom for a good half an, half an hour. When I came back upstairs, his door was wide open, but it kept swinging back and forth. Jokingly, I said, ha ha, very funny, Jeremy, please shut the door. And I kid you not, the door slammed shut. P.S. Mm -mm. Me and my best friend of 14 years call him Jeremy for some reason. We both felt the urge to call him this when she was here in 2017. Yeah. Hmm. So I, you see why like I felt like it kind of like had that like Conjuring 2 vibe? For sure. For sure. And I, I, I personally don't feel like that first one was a visitation. Yeah, like, I don't know. Definitely not. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I get why you're like, it's kind of one, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it, why, that's why I was like, it's yeah. kind of a visitation in a sense, but it's yeah. not a visitation. But I didn't want to say, but it's not because it turned into a skeleton. It's a turned into yeah, a skeleton. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't want to. That was a straight up fucking nightmare. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then like what dealing with like a residual haunting, like with that guy that keeps showing up, the yeah, same but person. It, and the th but the thing is, it seems like that last bit, like, uh, that old man. I think they were seeing in the house that she was at before, or something. I, I don't know. So I mean, I, unless it's just following. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, but I definitely got chills there in the last that last last yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and I had already read this story. <laughs> you still got chills? Yeah, I didn't get chills the first time, but I got chills right now when I was reading it. 
Well, I don't know if you saw me shoving my phone up to the screen, but as you're reading, I looked down at my phone. It was eleven eleven on my phone this time. So oh. no, I didn't because I, I had a. Oh, you're focused on like what you're reading. Yeah, well, I have it on another screen, so I had to swipe you to the the side. Sorry. Oh, oh, thanks. You just threw me off to the side. That's fine. Sorry. I'm I'm gonna do it again on this next. Oh, time. I was gonna say, are you though? Okay, well. Mm-hmm. I got a story first. I have it on my phone, so I'm not going to swipe you aside. Uh, this one was this one was a little creepy, like ghost or glitch in the matrix. Both, I don't know. So this is by Kayla Robes. Um, it's called "Lady by the Bridge." So my best friend and I had seen weird shit together before, but. This one was the most vivid. We were 17 and I was driving her home around 1130 at night. I remember it was really dark outside. There's a bridge that goes over the freeway a bit before her neighborhood entrance. We get over the bridge when out of nowhere, there's a lady standing on the lines in the middle of the road facing our lane. It happened so quickly I swerved the car so I wouldn't hit her and watched her black hair whoosh past us. It happened so quick that my gut instinct automatically was to look in the rearview mirror. I was like, mm. so ch- <laughs> You look in the rearview mirror and that's when they're sitting in your back seat. So you're I like, know, right? Do like, it. You picked her up. That's what you did. Uh, I was like, Zochi, look behind you. Do you see her? And neither of us did. My mind starts trying to rationalize what actually just happened. My first thought was, holy shit, I almost just killed someone. What was that lady doing? And then I considered her appearance and tattered clothes. Like, is it a zombie apocalypse? I was talking to my friend about the lady's appearance, and she said the lady wasn't wearing any shoes. We are convinced it's a ghost because we have had strange things happen together before. So I drop her off and go home shaken. She tells her family about this, and her mom says that when she was younger and went to the same high school we did, a girl from the school committed suicide over that bridge that night. at night. The cars going 70-plus on the freeway below had ravaged the body due to not seeing her and going fast. Now, I don't know if that part is accurate information or if this lady was just a druggie from Pontiac, Pontiac Michigan. She said that, not me. Just so you guys don't come at me, please. Um, but but it was uh, it was too eerie to try to rationalize. Her older brother, who believes in this kind of stuff, said he want he was once driving their brother home from a night of drinking. Who, keep in mind, doesn't believe in this stuff. Um, they both saw an orb at the end of the bridge, do a few loops or a few loops on the ground, and then ascend up before disappearing. The drunk brother was like. What was that? <laughs> and that's where it ends. That's like one of my biggest fears. Like, I don't know. I almost like, I wouldn't mind seeing like a random apparition, like, I don't know, in like a house. But that's like my biggest fear of like just them standing in the road and then you swerving, trying to avoid them. And one, either getting in an accident or two, thinking you just like murdered someone. Like, why do you have this? Like, Stand on the side of the road, if anything. Then you just look like a crackhead and, like, I'm safe. We're all safe. But, like, standing in the middle of the road, like, almost killing us mm-hmm. and then making me think that I almost killed somebody, like. Or imagine you're driving, right, and you don't get a chance to swerve and you think you hit them and then you start looking for the body and you can't find it. And then you're just looking there and then you sit in your car and you start driving away and all of a sudden you freaked out, right? And you look in the rearview mirror to be like, oh, dude, what did I just – and all of a sudden they're sitting in the back seat. Why do you always have to make everything worse than what I imagine in my head or that actually happened? I'm just saying. Like, imagine. You watch too, scary, too many scary movies. The funny thing is I don't watch scary movies. <laughs> this is just your twisted imagination? Yeah. Yeah, clearly. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I I thought that was creepy. Like I said, I well, I would be creeped out if it showed up in the, my back seat. But like, dude, driving at night like that, <sighs> like driving to my my wife's uncle's ranch in Cleveland, Texas. Oh my fucking god! If you go at night, have you ever been to Cleveland? No, no, no. I, but I'm thinking of like um, our cousin Sasha, who I actually was just talking oh, about okay. in the beginning. Um, I mean, she lives at like on a 
ranch, like middle of nowhere. There's no fucking street lights or anything. Like it's just, it's just the lights of, of your car. And it's yeah. speaking of, apparently there's like a stretch of road where these men are running women off the road and like kidnapping them. Where? Fuck. I don't, I don't know exactly where, but like she lives. I don't know if I should even say. Yeah, don't. Okay. <laughs> near corpus area somewhere surrounding kind of ish but yeah they are uh, apparently running women off the road and kidnapping them she was going to drive back tonight and we all convinced her to just stay another night because don't do it <laughs> so, yeah okay. anyway besides the point you were saying yeah so like that like to a certain point like there's lights and there's gas stations and stuff like that but then like to you have there you towards the end the last I mean, few minutes it's like all and there's a lot of properties there, but they're just the roads are like super dark. And then you finally get to his his property and there's like a gate. And then like somebody actually has to come open the gate. And then like you go into the property and it's not paved. So like you're driving on like dead leaves and twigs and stuff like that. And there's a, just a space like a, a path that you drive down. And then finally, when you get to the house, like it's all illuminated and stuff. But it's pretty creepy and again like to 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 uh get for somebody like to open the gate you somebody has to physically go oh you know but i mean they're used to it so they i guess they don't care about walking down that path that doesn't light up at all uh in the dark uh i'm not gonna lie i've done it a couple times and if it's pretty fucking freaky (laughs) But because uh, is, is it because like it feels creepy, or you're just imagining all these things that could like horror story or horror movie scenarios? Both, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe dude. It, it could be either one. Uh, it just feels really creepy. Like you feel like yeah. you're being watched from the the like the trees and stuff like you that. You know what? But but I've I've li- I've heard that a lot like you said it i'm like well you know it could be that that especially like ranches or or places that are like back like in the back or surrounded by like forests or things like that mm-hmm. that that was actually one of the stories that i was going to pick to read today but i decided not to um but they had a feeling of like being watched and not just like someone's watching you from one point but like literally someone's watching you from like a whole like there's lots mm-hmm. of someone's i guess you could say i mean i guess technically there is because it could be animals in the trees and stuff like that and they're yeah. watching you but yeah. it's definitely creepy like you you, f- you do definitely feel like somebody's watching you in the and then you're just kind of like doing this like looking all over the place like trying to find something yeah. hoping that you <laughs> yeah. don't see anything hoping but not hoping uh, hoping, hoping ho- well, hoping that there's like something that you can be like, oh, okay, it was a deer, but hoping yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. oh shit, it's not a deer, it's a ghost. <laughs> hoping it's not somebody that's actually peeking around like the side of the tree, uh, watching you like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just like, got that visual. Don't like it. Okay. Yeah. Imagine living in my head. I I'm glad that I don't, and that's because I have a very vivid imagination. So. Thank God. Alrighty. Well, <clears throat> this next story, it's also kind of a long one. Well, no, it's definitely not as long as the other one. The other one's like a page and a half. This one's only like a page. Um, so yeah, this is from Yatefa. Yatefas, I think. It's like from a year ago. Are evil clown entities real? Ooh. Yeah. If you love clowns, this is gonna be a good one. Hmm. Hi, guys. I've never really shared anything on Reddit before, so bear with me. This is something that my great-granddad would always share, among his other scary stories. A quick bit of background. My granddad lived in a very remote village in Pakistan where they had no electricity, no TV, no proper schools, so really no exposure to the outside culture. So hell, basically. Well, I mean, first first world problems. Yeah, (laughs) that's why I said I'm kidding. Uh, their stories of the king, their stories of the kings and queens featured a comedian and never a clown. This happened when great granddad was relatively young, maybe in his forties. I mean, forties, uh, I'll leave it there. In late <laughs> 1930s, his routine involved waking up really early in the morning before sunrise to go to the fields early enough as most people in the village back then could only travel either by walking 
or on a camel. So this one morning, he woke up and after breakfast, left the house while it was still dark. Since there were no street lights back then, he only had a lantern for light, which he held in one hand and walked looking down to avoid stepping on snake and except, uh, on snakes, etc. Uh, the, the village is in a desert, so finding snakes is quite common. Because it was quite early, the streets were completely deserted. Anyway, he had barely made it to the middle of, the, of his street when he heard the sound of bells ahead of him. It made him lift his lantern a little higher and look up. According to him, as his eyes traveled up from the ground, oh, this is where it gets fucking crazy. Dude. <laughs> as his eyes traveled up from the ground, he noticed a pair of feet wearing bright orange and red striped shoes with curved toes and bells on the ends. What? He continued looking up and saw a pair of legs, a torso, arms, and a head. Covered from head to toe in the same orange and red striped outfit with ruffles around the neck and sleeves. My great-granddad noticed that on the head, this being was wearing a hat that had three pointy ends with bells on each end. But there was no face, just a black mass where the face should have been. As soon nope. as my great-granddad looked at this thing's face, it disappeared right in front of him. He ran back home and was freaked out for days after that. Now, I need to remind you... Now, I need to remind everyone again, then my granddad had never heard of what a clown looked like. His description was so accurate that I instantly asked, did it look like a clown? And he said, I don't know what a clown is or looks like. It might sound strange to some people, but the village that my granddad lived in is still a way behind in the times. The concept of Joker or like a Joker, not Joker, like, you know, yeah, yeah. DC, but like, but like a, a Joker, like a like jester, a, like, on like the, medieval yeah. times, mm -hmm. like on the playing cards and stuff like That's that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, because originally when I thought of it, I was like, the Joker. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, I'm kind of uh, I'm slow. Like the Joker. It's okay. You can, oh. Whoops. <laughs> Straight into my face of disappointment. <laughs> The concept of Joker or clowns oh. in a circus or birthday parties is still pretty foreign. It was pretty much foreign to them. I know that a lot of people, including me, before I had even heard the story from my granddad, have a phobia of clowns. A lot of times we try to explain the fear saying things like, it's because you can't see what's under the makeup or some clowns have sinister look, a sinister look about them. But for, for someone who has never heard of a clown, seeing one in so much detail is incredible. And I'm kind of starting to believe that maybe the fear of clowns isn't just because they look weird. Maybe it's because the concept of clowns did come from something paranormal. It would be interesting to see what other people think. And if any of you have any creepy incidences with a clown. Yeah. I feel like that's a gesture. I, I was like picturing it, but I guess with a different costume. Yeah. I but... mean, gesture, clown. Basically I mean, the that's same the thing. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just different times. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, I guess a comedian in his story could, that's that's a gesture, you know what I mean? But yeah, I guess, I don't know if they're described the same in Pakistan as they are, like, because I feel like those gesture depictions are like kind of like medieval times type, you know, yeah, that's depictions true. of what a gesture clown or comedian were. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just. That's crazy, you know, to see that. Face, yeah. Like, or blob for face, yeah. I, and I was also thinking aliens. <laughs> I was literally like, I, I, I shit you not, had my mouth open like it could be like, and I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna bring it up. Yeah. And you did it for me, but well, because I mean, technically, wasn't it an alien? I've never seen it. God damn it. How do you have a paranormal podcast and never seen it before? I hated clowns as a kid. I mean, I'm fine with them now, but. Well, I don't know. I mean, because like another thing is like uh, that. I mean, there's like the umbrella of the paranormal and then you have your ghosts and you have your aliens and you have your shadow people and you have your, you know, blah, 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 cryptids. So there's like this theory that. What if it's all the same thing and they're just coming to us in 
either a way that scares us, which kind of reminds me of it, or is something that we can like relate to, if that mm. makes sense. Or, yeah. I mean, because like when uh, Tom was describing the things that he used to see as a kid, that they're like, they're animals, but they weren't any kind of animals that we saw. Mm hmm. But it's like, what if it was just trying to come to him super cute and adorable? Because that's something that he could process and deal with, I guess. Yeah. You know? And for whatever reason, they decided to show up as a clown in orange and red and white stripes with a jester hat and... Pointy belt-toed shoes. Yeah. And no face. I was I thinking know. of killer clowns from... Uh, is it clear? Killer clowns from Mars? outer space? Or outer is space? it Mars or outer space? I don't remember. I don't know. That's Dude, I saw that movie when I was a kid. Maybe that's part of the reason why I don't like didn't don't like know. clowns. I yeah, definitely yeah. never saw it. I I, I have the, the 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 two that came out this like recently. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they're on HBO Max, and I have them like on my watch list because like I want to watch. I haven't them. watched them. You haven't watched them? No, I said, and you haven't. Wa- I've watched. Oh no. Them. No, no. Well, I mean, again, my wife's not into horror movies. So, like, I literally just watched all three Conjuring movies, like, recently. (laughs) Yeah, by myself at work. And then some weird stuff happened. And then it was fine. (laughs) Was it? I hope so. (laughs) Uh, But uh, the first two were definitely scarier than the third one. The third one was, I liked it. It definitely wasn't scary, though. I tried to watch it twice. And I fell asleep twice. Carlos is like, oh, okay, well, we watched it. I'm like, no, I actually have to watch it. Like, I I didn't. He's like, but we watched it. I'm like, you probably watched it. I fell asleep. No, he probably turned it off and was like, well, okay, we watched it. Honestly, I would not be surprised. He probably was just, like, looking over. And, like, the moment he saw me just, like, and, like, not off and, like, go to sleep. He's like, video games. He's like, yeah. yeah, like we watched because that's what happened the first time. I was like, oh no, like I fell asleep. He's like, no, yeah, you fell asleep. We were like halfway through it, and I was like, shit, I missed like a quarter of it. Then I was like, okay, but I didn't want to admit it. And then all of a sudden, we're halfway through, don't remember anything. But he's like, no, we watched it. I was like, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you, so you haven't seen it then, like not fully. I mean, like, do you know what the like the gist of it is though? I know what the gist of it is because like I know the. Because I know the story itself. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I know they exaggerated it. Um, so I know the outcome. But uh, I, if anything scary happened, like, he gets... Well, I don't want to ruin it. But after spoiler the, alert. Skip spoiler ahead. <laughs> after... I won't say anything. After the big murder. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything after that. So literally, there was a beginning, dude. I know. It's like not even halfway through. <laughs> I, that's what I'm telling you. Like, I don't remember. Okay, like, well, I was like, I need to watch it again. Then I can't even say what I was going to say to, oh. to, like, the justification for why I feel like the first two were scarier than this one. But they don't. Yeah. Then watch the movie and then we'll talk about it. Because, like, time. I remember, like, we, we with Dad, we talked about, like, the, the weird, like, totem, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember that, but I don't. Yeah, that was after... Uh, wait. Was that before the murder? I don't remember now. I think it was after because they're trying to, like, figure out and, like, Oh, start- it was It was after. It was after. Yeah. Yeah, it was after. Um, but yeah, so, next, when you do get to, get a chance to watch it, um, let me know what you think or, and we'll, we can discuss why I feel like the first two were definitely, I mean, we're not really a movie review thing, but uh, <laughs> make that an episode, right? Talking right, about. There you go. Talking about The Conjuring. Well, you know what would be cool is actually talking about or talking about like the actual cases that The Conjuring movies are covering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we kind of did with with part two with the Enfield Poltergeist. Like I was Mm -hmm. like a short little five minute thing that I talked about during our our Poltergeist um, episode. Deep dive. Yeah. But we haven't talked about the first and the third. So. Well, I mean. We need a topic for next week, so. Mm, that's true. If not, we can do something else. I'm trying to think, but I can't right now, honestly. I'll have to think All about right, it we'll tomorrow. Talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this last one? one more? Yeah. Yeah. Good. We're at 45. Okay. So 
All right, so this last one that I got for you guys is from Affectionate Log 9111. It's called My Mom's Encounter with Me After She Passed. My sweet beloved mom left me on February 12th of this year. It was the morning of my son's birthday when I found out. That day is so significant. My mom also had another daughter born on that day that she lost when she was a baby, hence the reason I gave my son her middle name. Luckily, it was a unisex name. My mom was honored in My mom was honored I did that. I can't even begin to tell you how this has shattered my heart. My soul was deeply affected and terribly wounded. I still cry almost daily for her. Um, She was my best friend, my soulmate. I've had a fear my entire life of losing her, and she knew that. We never ended our conversation with goodbye. We always said to to one another, never apart, no matter what. Every conversation we ended with... The sounds of blowing each other kisses until one of us hung up. God, I miss those things forever. Everything about her. She was everything to me. She still is. I'm so glad that my mom passed in her sleep of natural causes. I'm still shocked, though. She was so vibrant and healthy. But truly, she could have died a million other terrible ways. She was just having a peaceful nap when God called her. No pain, no suffering. She had just turned 70. Okay, I've had two experiences with my mom connecting with me. One was at about day five. I was laying on my bed in the very, at the very depth of my grief. I was curled up crying like a baby on my bed. I was crying so hard I could barely breathe. Such immense emotional pain when all of a sudden I felt something on my leg, as though one of my cats had swiped it, or as though something slid off my leg. But at the moment, neither of my cats were neither of my cats were on the bed. I looked right away. There was nothing there, just me and my pain. I then semi sat up and said, "Mom, is that you?" I said, "Mom, please, please, mom, give me one more sign if you can reassure me, mom, please." It was at that moment I felt an energy, a force-like energy coming into my feet slowly right from the tips of my toes, through my feet, my ankles, then slowly and simultaneously up my legs, as though how you would fill up a glass of water. It was magnetic. It was something I've never felt before. I can barely put it into words. Just seconds after that, they felt I felt immense calm. I stopped crying. I felt such peace at that moment, such comfort, such calm filled my body. I knew it was her. I said, thank you, mom. I I know you would come somehow. I know that was you. It was the most wonderful experience and moment of my entire existence. It was one last gift from my mom, and it was a lifeline I needed. I don't do drugs. I will uh, maybe have a glass of wine or two every once in a while, but I want everyone to know I was not hallucinating. As God is my witness, this happened. That is exactly how my first encounter happened with my mom just just after her passing, day five. I can never make this up. I would even know how to, I wouldn't even know how to do that. I would never dishonor my mom that way by making up such a story. It was truly the most magical, amazing experience of my life. I knew with every ounce of my being that was my mom comforting me at the very worst moment of my life. It was truly magical. Has anyone heard of this kind of thing happening to a person after losing a loved one? So sorry to bring the house down. It was a little depressing. I mean, depressing and beautiful, right? But almost out of jealousy. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's just a, like a thing where we're we're still kind of hoping and waiting for our our turn. Yeah. Like Valeria was telling me that she had she actually dreamt about her um, the other day, and that she was hugging her, and you know, Grandma was hugging her, and Valeria was hugging her back, and that she just kept telling her something like. She couldn't understand what she was saying, but that she that she did hear kind of, or that she, maybe she doesn't remember what she was saying, but she does remember her telling her, like we that they like you know take care of yourself and stuff like that, and um and then later on in the dream she said there was two grandmas, one that she was holding on to, and then one that was there, but the one that was standing next to her was calling the one in her arms Angelica, so um, hmm. it's kind of weird, but um like I said at the, the first part of it, you know she was holding grandma up and. You know, she was telling her, cuídate, mijita, cuídate, cuídate, this and that. And, um, you know, which is basically take care of her or take care of yourself, you know. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then at one point she said that like she started kind of like falling and that she couldn't hold her up and that she was kind of calling dad over to like, hey, help me, you know, hold her up. But like dad wouldn't, wasn't coming. And then eventually like when she started to like really slip, like he came in over and like grabbed her and stuff. But um, I don't know if that was um, something where grandma came to see her or, you know, if she's just remembering, you know. Like when she would take care of her. Yeah, experiences with grandma and stuff like that. Um, but I, I can't even think that I've, like I said, the only thing that I've, I've had with grandma, which, I mean, I know it was her, it was before the funeral was when we had spoken. And like I said, the voices or like when she spoke to me or when I heard her call my name and then she tried talking to me. But after that, I haven't, um, you know, I haven't heard anything else or anything like that. So this is what I was like. I, I don't know if I should, something happened like while I was in san antonio i was like i don't know if i should like bring it up at the beginning or at the end or whatever but we're at the end uh, so now you gotta bring it up yeah and i gotta bring it up um no so it was just uh so i i did a a market like little not farmer's market but it was a a holistic fair so there's a lot of practitioners like tarot card readers and healers and things like that and also vendors of holistic and like metaphysical things i guess you could say um and so I was selling at that market and uh, a lady came in who I've actually had a reading with before and I guess she kind of works with this, uh, it's called Red Feather Healing in, in um, Universal City, at, like basically San Antonio. Um, and so now she's doing like readings there and she speaks to people who have passed on. And Sasha, like she heard, she heard, Sasha heard her say that to somebody else. And Sasha just looked at me and she's like, you should do it. Like you should do that. Like you could, you could benefit from that kind of thing. And I was just like, I I can't, like, I don't like normally you would think like, yeah, like, let's do this. Let's get it done. Like, I want to talk to grandma. I want to hear from her. Like, I like, let's, let's go. And I was just like, I don't want to. And she's like, why? And I'm like, I literally don't have an answer for you. And, and that's because like, I have had like mediumship readings and they've been pretty spot on and it's always been like grandpa like uh mom's mom's dad and like grandma mom's mom and or mamita and and chelita like so like mom's side of the family and they've come through and it's always been pretty spot on like the way that they describe their personalities and the things they say i'm like yeah but so she's like oh like you should do it so you can talk to your grandma you know like you know you just lost her and i was just like i don't I don't want to. And she's like, why? And I'm like, I have absolutely no idea because you would think that that's the first thing that I would jump on. Right. And I was just like sitting there and thinking, I was like, I think I'm afraid of being disappointed, like expecting for her to come through and expecting to hear like a certain thing or to know for sure that it was her. And then somebody being like, Oh, she, uh, was this, super friendly over the top bubbly person i'm gonna be like that's not her (laughs) that's not her you fucking liar exactly like how disappointing would that be yeah so i was just like i don't don't know or i don't know (laughs) she tells you that and you're just like yeah yeah seriously so i don't know i couldn't do it i had an opportunity to 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 do it and i just like couldn't bring myself and again i think that's why she hasn't come is because like i know I'm not ready for it. Like, I think I'm, we're just still in too much pain. And like, if I had an experience with her in my dreams, like I would just be thinking about it obsessively and be like, okay, another one, give me another one, give me another one. Like I need to see you again. And it would never be enough. So. Yeah. I think Valeria, I think said that in her dream, I I believe she said that she was crying, like not Mm -hmm. grandma, uh, that Valeria was crying. And I was like, and she kicked you out of the dream. And she was like, no, I was like, (laughs) She did that to me. I was like, why did she do that to me? She did it to my Uh, sister. Yeah. Why did she kick you out? Uh, Yeah. That's funny. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So. I don't know. Maybe one of these days I'll be ready, but I just, I couldn't bring myself to. It's still too fresh. Yeah. You've all been hearing my dog's been whining. (laughs) Like on cue. That was hilarious. That was good. He's uh, just a pain. 
He's a little can brat. Just, you can say that's like a poltergeist or something. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, guys. Well, that was our uh, stories of high strangeness for this month. Uh, hope you enjoyed. I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't take long to find those stories, but they kind of just fell in my lap and I, they're pretty good. They're pretty, pretty, creepy. pretty creepy. For sure. Um, hope you guys enjoyed them. We want to read. I mean, we obviously don't mind getting them off Reddit. That's fine. It's, you know, but we do want to hear from you guys. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm hoping to get that next, that one from my brother-in-law for next month. Uh, like I said, it's, it's, it was a pretty, pretty nice story. It was pretty legit. I heard it and I was like, wow. <laughs> I don't want to like geek out too much about it because then, you know, I don't want to look weird in front of the family, but um, I definitely feel like it was a visitation and um, or a warning. And yeah, I mean, we want to hear your all stories, too. So if you want to do that, you can definitely go to webelievedyou.com. Uh, you can actually find all our social media on there. You can find a good majority of the platforms that we're on as far as where you can listen to us. And there's a section in there where you can donate. There's a section in there where you can buy merch if you feel so inclined. Um, and a section in there where you can actually send us your your information, whether it be because you want to be interviewed, whether you want to send in a story uh, that you, or, you know, or and it can even be in Spanish. And we can try again. We can translate that for you guys. So definitely send those in. Uh, we want to hear from you guys because we believe. Do you? 